T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Marks and Race, we're back. What is up on a Tuesday? We'll get the back to the phone calls coming up in uh, in just one second. A lot of other uh, stuff we'll get into. But um, so Nick Sirianni was uh, was very excited uh, uh, during the game. After the game, there were a couple things that happened after the game. He was uh, you know got pretty aggressive talking uh, talking about Angelo when Elliot asked him the question. During the game, he kind of did that thing to the camera where he looked at the camera. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, we bad. We bad. Yeah. So I, I saw it live when it happened, and I'm kind of like, like, you know, it took you by surprise. You don't see an NFL coach normally do that. But, like, he's our coach, right? He's our Nikki Sirianni. Yeah. Jumping in the stands, high-fiving people and stuff. But anyway, so um, Andrew Siciliano. Is that his name? No, no. that's his, no. No, it's uh, Phil Pony, Andrew Phil Pony. So he's he's on right now in Pittsburgh. He does afternoon drive in Pittsburgh, mm. uh, and he also does uh, does a uh, an Odyssey podcast called First and Pod. It's an NFL podcast with your boy Danny Parkins. Oh, is that who he does? Is that the yes. the, the drip that was in the? I mean, is that who he was coasting it with? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so they're like yeah, they're talking about whatever they were talking about the game, and then he had like he had to make sure that he he added this before it was over. Listen. I had no reason other than geography to dislike this Eagles team, but you know what really pissed me off? This is going to like, you're going to be shocked by this. Sirianni, don't look at the camera like that, you damn goof. I want, I want them now. Like, he's making this face like, you like that? Like one of those deals? Like, try to stop this. You're playing the Giants, okay? Like, make that face after a quarter against the 49ers or the Chiefs. You want to impress me? Do it against them. Pick on somebody your own size kind of deal. Don't blow after 15 minutes against the damn Giants, dude. (laughs) Nick Saban wouldn't do that against Vanderbilt. You know what I mean? Like, that really annoyed me. I like it. Solid take. Yeah, Nick Saban wouldn't do it against anybody. Can't even get him to really smile about that. But but to his point, pick on somebody your own size. Um, yeah, I I would have uh, I would have preferred if Nick Sirianni didn't necessarily come out um, like he did after the game where he targeted Angelo and like uh, I would have I would have very much he kept it bland and and didn't keep it interesting. And then when he came on with Angelo, he said it was all in good fun and everything like that. So I, I kind of moved on from it. But. Um, I mean, I don't know that the stuff on the sideline and he's he's jumping up and he's he's bumping with people like that's just like at some point, at some point, the Nick Sabans and the older coaches, the Andy Reeds, the, the these the younger coaches in the NFL, they're going to be different. Right. And you know, I mean, like, no other coach does that. No other coach does it. No. He's also one of the younger coaches in the league, but no other coach does that stuff. He's yeah. not 12. What do you mean? He's one of the younger coaches. Well, younger than me. Yeah, he's not 12, though. So did you have the same? Uh... No, I didn't have anything. I'm just, I'm just listening. I, I listen. Somebody, quite frankly, is just jealous because the Steelers aren't as good as the Eagles are. That's how I look at it. But it doesn't mean that Nick Sirianni is about to start some new fad. Like other, no coaches are wearing beat Dallas shirts and all that stuff either. <laughs> so you know, you do stuff like that, you're gonna rub outside fan bases or people the wrong way, the same way we react to other people's coaches and things they do. So people see our coach do stuff like that. That's going to rub people the wrong way. Right. May agreed. Jack, did you agree with, uh, with Filipponi and his take on the, you like that look? Yeah, I'm, I mostly agree with him. I mean, it, I got, Nick's, Nick's fine. It, it annoys me though. Like, I, I'm not a big, 
you know, shove it in your face. That's how dominant mm-hmm. we are, guy. Like, I'm going to let my play do the talking guy. And it's it was just, I kept, I kept looking at it. Like, I watched that video a million times. It was like, this is, it's so weird to, to, to look at. It's weird. I mean, it's just not something you usually see from I coaches. Know. Correct. No, and I, I, I'm with you. It's, it's, I know it's his personality. I know it's him, but we can't, we can't be surprised when somebody else is offended or rubs them the wrong way. And if you back it up, it's fine. If right. They, if they back it up and turn one of the right. teams in the NFC, like it's us against the world. Yes. But I still have that thing where it's like I have a fear it's going to come back to bite us. You know, like being that yep. cocky is going to come back to bite us, and then people yeah. are going to start clowning us. So, you know, I, I appreciate That's the whole thing it. about being humble. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Being humbled is, 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 is serious. So I don't love it, um, but as long as he backs it up, as long as they back it up, it's not going to be an issue. But you just know the second that this thing eventually turns and they're going to they're <laughs> lose games, they're not going to go 14-3 and three forever. Like people are going to throw it back in our face, and we have to be able to handle it. I give, I give you an example before we get to the phone lines. Uh, Aaron Rodgers. Right when Aaron Rodgers was four and eight, and after he got his butt kicked on Monday night, he had his tail tucked between his legs. Didn't know what he was going to do. People were asking him to sit out, let Jordan Love play, but he said, "You know what? As long as we're still mathematically alive, I'm going to play." And I completely agree with him. He's a starting quarterback. You don't bench him when you still are mathematically alive to be in the playoffs. That's just ridiculous. Paying a guy fifty million dollars. That's not the problem. They won a few games. He got to that last game, and he returned to being smug Aaron Rodgers. He returned to being smug Aaron Rodgers as if it was a foregone conclusion that they were going to beat Detroit and get in the playoffs. He started doing his victory lap on the Pat McAfee McAfee show the week before. Yeah, all these players, they thought we were dead. Look at us now. What are they going to say now? Like, So I'm with you. When you start gloating a little bit, you would better be able to back it up because you better believe the people you were coming at are sitting there waiting. They're waiting, and you brought out the Jonathan Gannon stats. I got no problem with it. Defend your guy. Defend your guy. But he better not go out there and give up (laughs) 24, 27 points Sunday to Brock Purdy, or she's going to have to answer for that. (laughs) You got to answer for that, and people are going to be there waiting for you to answer for it. Yep. And Angelo definitely is going to be there. Waiting for you. I'll be waiting for it too. Yeah. So I'm just saying, when you when you do that, that's when you need to know that's what you're going to get back. Yeah. You put a bullseye on yourself. Yes. You put a bullseye on you. Yeah. And that's what I don't. For the most part, I I I would much rather be flying under the radar and not Mm -hmm. putting a bullseye on yourself. Um, Like we don't want to turn San Francisco into the lovable underdog going into the big bad Philadelphia. They're cocky and they're they're brashful and they're doing their Philadelphia thing because that's what they want to turn this into, right? They want it to be the Brock Purdy story goes into Philadelphia, right? Like that's what they want to turn this into. Yeah. That's a good Disney story yes. that they can tell. Yeah. Yes. And Philadelphia can always be sort of the bad guy sort of role. They can play that role. The the, the, the role that, that people don't necessarily want to buy into, but until you actually make them buy into it. We saw it in 2017. Forget about the underdog and being, being underdogs at home. We heard Chris Collinsworth doing the Super Bowl. He may as well have had a Patriot pennant in his hand. <laughs> Because that's the storyline they wanted. Yep. And they're going to want this Brock Purdy storyline. Yep. That's what they're going to want. Yep. So Totally right. Um, I, I don't want Nick Sirianni to turn into a dude that everybody else is around the league like, what is this dude doing? Like, like are you kidding me? I mean, to your point, to Phil Purdy's point, if this was – if this was a Steeler coach and we're watching this game and he's doing the same thing, what do you think our reaction is? Yeah. The same thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'd be the same way. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I get it, but it's our guy. It's our guy. It's our guy. And guess what? Had he did that and they didn't win Saturday night, what do you think we would be saying about those looks? That. Right? If they, yeah. if they had lost that, because that happened after the first score, I believe. Like yeah, the first or it second was early. score. It was yeah, early. it was early. Yeah. It was early. So, you know, we would have said, look look at him, he's brave. You know what I mean? Like, had they lost that game, we would have had the same reaction at that type of gloating or what have you. The, and, and then, you know what else? The whole, you know, sometimes the, the chest bumping and this and that and the other, it, it seems cool, but then, like I say, when you're in the NFL, they almost look at you like, dude, act like you've been there before. Right. 
you're you're the head coach. I again, I get it. I get it. He's being true to himself, but that's more position coach, coordinator behavior than it is head coach, CEO type of. I, I've seen yeah. I've seen Andy. We've seen Andy do the chest sure. bump before, but he's done it like once or twice. And it's normally a player coming yes. to him. Like, he damn sure ain't chest bumping no no coach. <laughs> I ain't seen that. <laughs> And when he's, when he's happy, it's in the yeah. locker room after the game. Yeah. And it's because the player's running up to him. And, yes. And I remember Deshaun, he, he Deshaun, Deshaun Jackson yes. used to do it with him. Just, I think Deshaun just wanted to bounce off of something. That's all. <laughs> you know, as a kid, you think it's like a big bouncy. He wants to just run into Coach Reed because he only weighed yeah. a buck 60. Yeah, he's at Sky Zone or yeah. whatever, whatever trampoline <laughs> yeah, place you're going to. Yeah, trampoline launch. Yeah, Jason Devon's launch. Um, but when you when you stack it with that, the look, the bling in the locker room, the I forgot the, about the bling in the, the locker room. <laughs> the stuff, the stuff with Angelo, where he's like super right. aggressive and makes sure, and he got that put out there. It's just right. like, like I was saying, everybody just let, let's you got, a, you got a big football game coming up on Sunday, and it and it goes into what we started the show with was mm-hmm. the overconfidence, mm-hmm. and I I don't know I don't know how like I don't think the players are overconfident. This is, a, this is a veteran team, right? Like this is Brandon talked a little bit about it last night, but these guys, a lot of these guys have been here before. They're staying locked in. I, yeah. I, you got, you almost have to wait and hear the messaging coming out of the locker room to be like, okay, it seems like everybody's locked in and they're focused. That, at least that's what I felt last week. And I think For sure. that's what you're going to get this week as well. I think sometimes with, with, with Nick, he has more free time, Right. So you run down the sideline, yell at the official. Official trying to tell him to get back. And he's like. Oh, you had that one yeah, too. Yeah, he's like, Shut the- I know what the bleep I'm doing. Yeah, I forgot you had that. Yeah, so, you know, he has more time to. to, to- so maybe they need to give him something else to do on the sideline so he's not <laughs> getting in trouble. <laughs> or he's, 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 he's just. He's cursing the official. Yeah, he has, to, he has to let that energy. And he was right in that, in that situation, like. You know, sure. He just dropped an F bomb. It wasn't, but yeah, I mean, it, you, but you're stacking it with all these other things. It's like, wait, he's a wild man. Well, he's got a lot going on on the sidelines. Yeah, <laughs> going in the stands and yeah. slapping five with people. I don't mean this pizza. to. Be, I don't mean this to be negative about Nick, mm-hmm. but do you think that they would have the same locked in mentality if Jalen wasn't the quarterback? He bounces them that's for a great, sure. That's a good question. He bounces them I, for sure. I think. I think uh, uh, Nick realizes that because, like. I think Nick appreciates that Jalen is steady. And you have Kelsey. Yeah. And you have Brandon and you have Fletch. So you have But the quarterback matters. That yeah, it, of it's, it's 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 there with the way Jalen sort of and and <laughs> Jalen can give you that look too. Like, dude, really you just gave us two days off? I need to come in today. I need to come in tomorrow. They show one video clip of Nick giving the guys an extra day off. And Jalen was the only one not happy in, in the picture. It was almost like, no, dude, I, we, you, you're giving us an extra day off. No, we need to get the work in. And and you see, just from – I forget which game it was. Maybe it was at the Chicago game where he – was that Jalen that wanted to watch the film? What game was that? That was after the Giants. The Giants. Was that the after the Giants game, yeah. game, the last game? Okay, the yeah. The extra bye. So they yeah. figured the game's done. Right, and he wanted to give him extra time. And Jalen, like, nah, I need to get in here and look at this film. See, he's the adult in the room. Isn't that, isn't that great? <laughs> not the head coach. Like I bet, I bet when Jalen saw the video of him like nodding his head, whatever to the, I don't think that's something that Jalen's a huge fan of. Well, Jalen doesn't do it. Not like that. I mean, he's he he doesn't. Oh, he's reserved with his. With that, but see, he 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 gets it though. Yeah. He yeah. realizes that's how he needs to be. Yeah. Yeah, he realizes that's how he he knows how to get fired up when he when he needs oh, sure. to. But he doesn't do a lot of – it's not a lot of wasted energy. Well, did, like, Nick looked like he was in a, in a, a hip-hop video when he <laughs> with, was – With the chain? Yeah, with, with the chain. And, oh, no, yeah, with the dream sh- chaser, man. And the shake in the head when the, the camera came oh. to him a little bit. <laughs> well, Ray was Ray Dittinger was the only one that recognized the, the chain post-game. As a dream chaser chain? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everyone else was stumped. They saw DC. They was like, is that a defensive coordinator chain? <laughs> yeah. Is that what that is? Jonathan Gannon give him that? Yeah, that Jonathan wears it underneath the shirt normally. Do you want to hear it? Yeah. Yeah. Look at the chain that Nick Sirianni 
is wearing. I, I, I can't place it. Ray, what, what is that? Oh, that, come on, Mike. That's the Meek Mill Dream Chaser chain. <laughs> what? What? Say what? Are you kidding me? <laughs> I mean, you're giving me, dream, you're giving me dreams and nightmares, Ray. <laughs> Nick Sirianni in the locker looks, room. Looks good on him. I'll say that. that. I'll tell you, it looks good on you, though. <laughs> wearing the Meek Mill Dream Chaser chain. <laughs> so how does Ray pull that one off? He guess he just knows, man. Well, I would give my opinion, but it, it, it doesn't matter. Producer whispered in his ear. Well, I mean, it's TV. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he didn't know that cleanly. Yeah. For sure. All right. Let's go back you to think, the buzz. You think, you, think, you think Ray Diddy is bumping Meek Mill? Well, we don't, I mean, his brief retirement, he very he could have been following Meek around going oh, to shows. That's a good point. That's a good point. He had a lot of free time. Yeah, got got in the, a YouTube queue of Meek. Yes. Meek videos we as philadelphians should know that logo of dc is dream chaser yes yeah we should know that let's go to rios <laughs> we should all know that rios in north philly probably knows that rios go ahead man go ahead, punch him up Jeff jack how are you buddy on all hard charges what's up rios what's up hard charger look check it off since y'all since y'all speaking on this let me speak on this real quick first of all bleep that guy who said that because right off bat, you could hear it in his voice. Ike, Johnny, Jack, y'all could hear it in his voice. It's straight just jealousy and hatred or whatever. So bleep him for that. Now, on the other hand of that, look, I do prefer a star major type of coach. I do. I know you would. Yeah. I do prefer like we were soldiers. If y'all watched that, good movie. That type of star major type of coach. Yeah. Right. Yep. Now, the profanity. On the sidelines, is is excellent. That's great. The anger and the profanity, keep it up, Nick. Some of the stuff now that you do, like I could say, I think it was last year's when you walked into Dallas Stadium and you was in awe. Like I, I hated that the shirt or you jumping around and worrying about Frank Wright. Man, Frank Wright paid and he's all right. You know, jumping in the fan, jumping with the fans, but we only won by three. I'd rather no, you walk one. in the locker room. Say again? I think we only won by one that game, didn't oh, we? Oh, yeah, yeah. Probably, yeah, well, one or three, either way, it was, <laughs> it was stupid what, what he was doing. Now, yeah. what I need right now, now, I'm going to be honest with you. The stuff that he's doing now, I'm going to just say it, right, I'm going to say it, Jack. Got to go win that Super Bowl now, man. You're doing too much. You do do too much playing or whatever. It's cool to have fun, but let me show you something. When I had, when when, when I was a, a, a top NCO in the United States Army, I had fun with my soldiers where nobody can see it. But I let my soldiers know. Y'all understand? When we in here, it's cool. We can whatever. But when we out there, act stupid like I ain't damn sorry, Rios. Oh, trust me, I'm a digging that ass. So, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, God. there's a time and a... Yeah, pause with that. There's a time and a place with all that type of stuff. So And that, and that time oh, isn't on the field, you're man. saying. Right, right, yeah. right. So, there's a time and place with that. But anyway... Look, man, Nick Sirianni, keep doing what you're doing. You got to win the Super Bowl. Now, my confidence my, 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 my confidence is high. You know, I'm confident with this game and going on to go to Super Bowl. This is my issue right now. Hey, man, I, I just looked on the computer, you know, a little stressed out, but I'm going to figure it out. I'm trying to – I'm thinking of Arizona, and I'm trying my best to get there. Now, I know when I tell my wife the price, she's going to be like, Ugh. But <laughs> it is what it is because at the end of the day, look, like you said, I – you spend it with family during the first Super Bowl. Yep. I did as well. Now, I'm like, you know what? I just need to be there. So, I'm just trying to not think about the price and figure something out because I want to get there. Even if I got to sleep on the street, I think I'm going to well, end Jack, up Jack has a Jack has a hotel room. You could you probably stay on his couch. <laughs> Jack, when are you staying through? Uh, Saturday. I ain't ask nobody for no room. No, bro. we won't room together. I got an extra bed in it, apparently. Hey, let me tell you something, man. One thing about me, man, I done slept through the worst stuff, so I ain't worried about no damn streets. So this is what it is, man. You know Especially what I mean? so, Arizona. Anyway, I want to be there because it just feels right. Something just feels right. So I'm just letting y'all know right ahead, like, look, man, that, that's the plan. So just figuring it out. You know okay. I mean? So I'd say Rios is pretty confident about Sunday being that he's yeah. already planning the trip oh, yeah. to Arizona. Oh, yeah. 
Well, thank yeah, you. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Real, you know, real confident, but at the end of the day, it's like now, like y'all just said, one great thing, one thing that, like y'all just said, is with what Nick Sirianni doing and how I know now, yeah, you're right. You're doing all this, all that, bro. You know what? If you're going to do this, all that, go win the Super Bowl. Other than that, if you win the game in San Francisco, walk in the locker room like you just so pissed like the world just ended and go in the locker room because at the end of the day, Hurts, luckily Hurts is the adult in that situation where he's like, man, you know what I mean? Because we got a great leader. But Nick Sirianni, come on, man. Let's get some star major out of you. That's all I want. Mm, Thank you, Rios. Roger. Roger. All right. Thank you. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. That's military talk. Ten four. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Yes, it is. Uh, so what would it be here? It would be sixteen twenty. Sixteen twenty. Yep. Marks and Reese in Delaware Valley. <laughs> Jack, do you normally go by military time? No, I could no. It, it's no. It, there's too much thinking involved. It's like way too much. It's work. like using the clock that doesn't. That's not digital. What's that called? Analog. Yeah, regular clock. Yeah, no. Jack, yeah, Jack, Jack doesn't clock. know how to read a regular clock. Yeah, no. Give, I need a digital, honestly. I don't. If I need to think about big hand, little hand, too much work. Oh, come on, involved. Jack. It's not a lot of work. Well, Military time I, might be a little bit of work. I got to tell you, though, no, these kids today, man, I, I'm like, I wouldn't be surprised at that. I mean, he's an adult, so I'm assuming you really do know how to tell time. But I, I don't know if I test my kids on what the hell the climb time is on a clock that's not digital if they get the right time. Yeah, so, I was just in the area where it's changing over. I'm, you know, caught in the middle. Like, cursing. So yeah. they, they, like, they, there's no point yeah, in Yeah, like my cursing. teachers, yeah, they, all they know is digital. Yes. Right. But they, it, it's the curriculum in first Freaking grade. Freaking iPhones. And, that's, all, that's all they know. The, the time is on the iPhone. What? It tells you. Do they mean, know how to write in cursive? No. No. See, good. I'm Roman glad. numerals. Like, we got a clock in the house that has yeah. Roman numerals. They, they had no idea. Oh, like, no. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Good. I'm proud of them. <laughs> Roman numerals are pointless. It's not the 1200s anymore. They do teach, like at least my my oldest who's in first grade. They do teach the the clock because it's a part of what they learn. Mm-hmm. They should. Well, of course Why? they should. <laughs> Hold on. There's enough technology out there, Jack, that we can just do digital and not have to. It's not a math equation. So, Jack, just don't don't teach them to spell either because they have spell check on everything. <laughs> they don't that actually need to spell. That's another thing that's starting to happen too. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, even yes. with me, there's certain words that I never get right that just automatically correct. Yeah. I don't need to, and I don't need to get it right. Yeah. Just correct yeah, it. Yeah, we rely on these damn things. And, oh, my God. Yeah, this is running the world. That's just, never All mind. Right. Well, Let's get me into other conspiracy theories. Yeah, yeah we, we don't need we that need today. To go down that road. Well, Ike, we have Ingi that is uh, on Ingi's hold. back? We haven't, we haven't talked to Ingi in a really long time. Wow. Yeah. You sure we need to go to break? I he mean, might not be there when we come back. Well, he may not be, which might be a good thing. <laughs> yep. Or he may be. So we're gonna we're gonna leave it up to Ingi. If he wants to hold, he will be the first on the other side. And then time for you. Two one five five as he as he hangs up. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. What a baby. No, I, I know, but like he calls in at He's the end a of a segment. I'm not gonna push the break to put Ingi on so he can make an idiotic point. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. It's Marks and Race. Coming up, Chris Sims is back. Oh, and he's better than ever. Is he believing in Jalen yet? We'll give our takes on what he said on the other side. It's Marks and Reese on 94 WIP. Hey, listen, I hope you didn't give up on your New Year's resolution already. Well, if you did, listen, you don't have to. You can lose a contractually guaranteed 20 to 40 plus pounds in only 40 days with NJ Diet. That is guaranteed weight loss we're talking about. NJ Diet's scientific approach uses your hair, saliva, and blood work to personalize natural solutions and supplements to help reset your metabolism where the side effect is weight loss. Then NJ Diet uses DNA testing to help you keep it off. There's no shots, no hormones, no prepackaged foods, no surgery. Full supervision is provided every step of the way. You even get the doctor's personal email and phone number. So what are you waiting for? Get contractually guaranteed weight loss of 20 to 40-plus pounds in as little as 40 days with NJ Diet. There's locations throughout the East Coast or... From anywhere with live online video consultations, call them today, 855-5NJ-DIET. That's 855-5NJ-DIET, or schedule your consult today by going to njdiet.com. That's njdiet.com, and lose the weight for good. If you were to switch the quarterbacks, would the result be different? If he was playing for the Eagles, and if Jalen Hurts was playing for the Giants, how yeah. much do the Eagles win by? I don't think it's a whole lot different, because Daniel Jones is going to be able to do the same thing. I mean, he can do some of the things that Jalen Hurts, yeah, maybe not as good a runner, but we know he's really close. It's not like, oh, whoa, way better. Again, if you're going to ask me who I'd rather have as a passer, I'd rather have Daniel Jones. 
Right, that's Chris Sims on his podcast. We're back. It is Marks and Reese. Um, and he, there was more of it, but really you got everything that you needed right there from Chris Sims. He likes Daniel Jones better of a passer. He, they, one of the other things he said was that, what did he say? That if Daniel Jones was on the Eagles, they would have beaten the Giants if the roles were reversed or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got his thoughts on, on Jalen Hurts. Apparently he's so pot committed that he can't come off of it. So he, he he remains right there. There's no reason after watching Daniel Jones play in that game that you should still be saying saying things about Daniel Jones. About do you think Daniel Jones is a better quarterback than Jalen Hurts or anything like that? But that's a, you know, Chris. Well, I think it has less to do with Daniel Jones and just more to do with his opinion about Jalen Hurts. Yeah, I, I, I mean, he said Kellen Mond was in front of Jalen Hurts, so it's not about yeah. those guys. Is it is clearly he has a thing uh, for Jalen that he doesn't, I guess, necessarily like as a quarterback for whatever reason, and he's going to stick to that until, I guess, Jalen wins the Super Bowl? I mean, I because if he loses Sunday, you, you don't think he's going to sit there and say, Jalen got, yeah. got outplayed by Brock Purdy. Like, that's what he's going to say. So, yep. you know, that's that's the whole thing about being pot committed to a take is you're, you got a point until proven wrong. So that's what he's going to do. Yep. And that's what he's been continuing to do. And, and I mean, he, he got off it a little bit there during the regular season where he where he was saying Jalen's playing great and a lot of stuff, but then he's reverted right back to it towards the end of the season. So, you know. Um, yeah. How does it make you feel? Um, I don't really care. Like, okay. I, 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 I think he, say, he sounds silly. He sounds silly saying it. He sounds silly. Like, it, it's all right. Like, you, you, even, if, even if he doesn't at this point believe – that Jalen Hurts is a great quarterback or he doesn't think he throws the ball well enough or whatever mm-hmm. the reason is, whatever the underlying thing is, if it's not just him him being pot committed, if he really doesn't believe he's a great quarterback, like, all right, but so far, not only has he passed every test, he's passed every test with flying colors, and now he's got another one this week. But regardless of what happens this week, like, you, you can't win every game every year. And every test that he's been given, he's passed. And he's, and he's done, I mean, he's not going to win the MVP, but he's damn close to winning the MVP. So I don't know what else you need to see other than just doing it again next year and again the year after that and again the year after that because there is something to do in it year after year. And that's yeah, the difference I, between him and the other quarterbacks. Well, I'm never relenting on my Dak opinion. Nope. And it looks more and more correct now than it ever has. Yeah, this year I would say well, I mean, sure. He still has only won two playoff games in his seven years, and you know he still hasn't done anything that's impressive other than – not meet expectations more than to meet expectations. And now that he doesn't have a team full of stars. Around- T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Rounding. Um, he seems to struggle. He led the league in interceptions this year, picked sixes. He only played in 12 games. You know, now they're looking at Dak. I'm seeing conversations where it's like, okay, after next year, they can get out from under Dak's contract. So if Dak doesn't win next year, if they want to move on from him, they can. Yep. Right now, now that's a topic of discussion. And if he does this again next year, then that's it's, what I'm it's saying. going to get hotter and it's going to get hotter. Yep. Well, after after the 2023 season, 
they don't have, I don't think there's any guaranteed money left, and the salary cap hit is much smaller. So I'm they saying could, they could if Dallas wanted to move on from him, they could do it without without being penalized. And Dak signed a four-year deal, four-year extension. So his contract is actually up, I believe, in two years. So this is the second or is this he the just first? finished the second season. Next year is the third right. season of that of that four year deal. Right, and normally if you're very happy with the quarterback, now you, you give start him an extension. Yeah, yeah, you extend them, you lower the cap number, you kick the can into the future. Mm-hmm. I don't think Jerry Jones is ready to do that right now. Well, I, you know what, Jerry Jones after the game talking about how sick he felt and how sick of a feeling it was. There's a couple quarterbacks that could be available. Jerry Jones is 150 years old. Somebody's running that Twitter account. I think he's running it, just letting, just letting his feelings fly, and that's great for all of us. But if he really wants to try to maximize his, his lifeline here of, of, of still being here and trying to see a championship before he goes, either he believes in Dak or you go out and get somebody that you think can win it. Yep. Do, you, do you make a trade for Aaron Rodgers? Do you try to talk Tom Brady into coming there? Like, if you got a chance to get one of those two guys to possibly win, do you try to do you do you make the leap to do that? So does Dak get one more year, and then if next year it ends in in the sort of same sort of fashion, that's when you look to to go elsewhere. I mean, if you're Dallas, at some point you are. Yeah, you're not going to give him another contract, I wouldn't think. No, I don't think Jerry Jones is looking to do that. Jerry's at least eighty, right? Yeah, he's at least eighty. He's 80 years old. Yeah. Yep. He'll, next season, he'll turn 81 in the middle of next season. Yeah, I mean, he's rich beyond rich. His team is the most popular sports team in the world, I guess outside of Liverpool or somebody. But, right. you know, it's the Dallas Cowboys. So it's not about making money and all of that. He wants to win a title, one thing he can't buy. He can't. Otherwise, he would have bought, <laughs> he it, bought it already. Over. Exactly. The one thing he can't buy, so he wants to know what that feeling is like at least one more time. You know what's weird with him, though? Is that you would think with his age and the fact that he hasn't won since really it was Jimmy Johnson. Barry Switzer mm-hmm. won a Super Bowl, but we know that was from from those teams, that he hasn't been more knee jerk in his reactions. He doesn't he doesn't fire like he's he he gave Jason Garrett a long time. Mike McCarthy's gonna get another year, right? I, well, like, I, don't th- I think he don't he doesn't believe the coach matters. Like he wants to run the team the way he wants to. Right. So you're gonna bring a coach in that will allow him to do what he wants to do. Oh, yeah, otherwise they're not getting the job. Or, exactly. Which is why Sean Payton may not be interested in going to Dallas if that job did open yeah. up. Yeah. Or is why they may not fire McCarthy because they're like – He goes along with the program. Yeah. Yep. Well, we'll see. One more year, Dak, maybe? Well, I mean, at some point they're going to be getting to those discussions where it's like, okay, we've seen this movie for eight years. Do we want to keep doing this? Yeah, yeah. You, At you, some you, point, yeah, you never. I mean, would you trade for Lamar Jackson? <sighs> he might. Yeah, he might. I don't if, know. If, if, if there's a guy, I mean, if there was a guy, I would for sure. If I was, <laughs> if there was a guy out there, I certainly would look for him. I don't know if he's going to give Lamar a guaranteed, a totally guaranteed contract if that's what he's still looking for. Right. But um, I would be exploring my options. Doesn't seem like they're going to. Mm-hmm. Twitter questions brought to you by Marks Jewelers. If you're looking to get engaged, visit the home team with the best selection of diamond engagement rings to fit every budget. Marks-Jewelers.com is the website. Um, Jack, uh, Chris Sims, you think you, you think you would ever come on the program? Wait, no. Wait, can, can we like put pressure on him on Twitter or something? Well, I don't know because the 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 uh, WIP Twitter account did uh, at him and it has over 500 replies. So I think he's well aware that it has reached. <laughs> It's reached Philadelphia. It's reached Philadelphia. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think I think we could try to put the pressure. I mean, but he's not going to do it. That's the problem. He doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't come on the shows. He, wanna be, he doesn't want to be subjected. No, no. To this, to this smoke? <laughs> he heard from Danny Cannell what happened <laughs> a couple of years ago. I, I think Howard knows him, though. I mean, Howard's had him on before. He has? Yeah, the king's holding out on us. Huh. Ah. I know. Ah. He's a, uh, talk about a me guy. <laughs> Howard coming up at 6 o'clock. Is, is he coming up at 6 o'clock? Tonight, uh, I haven't seen yeah, him. Yeah, I saw Julio tweet about it. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I mean, like, he, and I think the reason he wouldn't want to come on is that he knows on his podcast that he's not going to get questions or he's not going to get pressed on it to where if he came on here that he would be pressed on why he still thinks that Jalen Hurts isn't a great quarterback. Like, listen, he doesn't think Jalen Hurts is a great quarterback, but, like, the longer this goes, the sillier he looks with what his takes are on, uh, on Jalen Hurts. <laughs> Corey in Columbus. Corey, what's up, buddy? How are you? 
Johnny Mark, I agree with up. What's up? What's up, Corey? Hey, man, y'all got y'all got to also realize Chris Sims is Phil Sims' son. Who Phil Sims play for? Oh, the Giants. Hey, so, I mean, oh, you, you think at, Chris Sims is a little bit of a Giants fan yeah, there, huh? Look at, you you got you to gotta mm. look at that. I I just, you know, you know. That makes sense a little bit. Yeah. So you add that on top of he doesn't like Jalen. Exactly. exactly. (laughs) Yes. But, um, I mean, Chris Sims is a clown, man. We we know that. We we don't give clowns attention. So let's let's just start talking about him on the radio, man. Like, all right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> but uh but you know with Sirianni with the whole uh, I got I got another point but to get on Sirianni, you know, that that Pittsburgh guy, he needs he needs to shut up cuz you you when Mike Tomlin first got in the league, you know, he was doing goofy stuff too, stepping on the field trying to you know. Yep. So yep. it's like it's like it's like Mike Tomlin, you know, he dancing in the locker room with his team. So it's like coaches do their own thing. There's a new, you know, there's a new age of coach coming into the league. We saw um, Tom McVay last year dive in a pile with, his, with Deshaun Jackson <laughs> in the end zone, running out like, you know, it's a new age coach. You know, Sirianni, we, he's our guy, so, I, so I'm a, you know, I'm, I'm a defender, man. But ah. get on the game Sunday. Yeah. Okay. So, if you look at the Niners' losses, who they lose to? The Bears, the Chiefs, and the Falcons. I know Johnny Marks ain't going to want to hear this, but we got to run with Jalen. They struggle with quarterbacks that can run, clearly. The three losses came to quarterbacks that can run the ball. You know what I'm saying? So we got to get Jalen to run that ball, so we got to run the zone read to him. You know, I'm, well, he, I'm a he ran, he ran the ball last week. He showed that he was healthy enough to run, Corey. You know, I, I'm, I'm a Bosa guy, OSU, but, I, like, he, he's vulnerable against the run. He's kind of like Michael Parsons. He wants to run to the passer. So we run the ball at him, make right. him choose, you know, and then, you know, our receivers can take take advantage of their secondary. You know, that's fish fry. We saw what DK Metcalf did to them there. Our <laughs> dudes is way more technically sound than them. So, you know, that, like I said, that's fish fry at a, you know, church barbecue right there. Mm-hmm. So, coming in Sunday, hold on, hold on, Corey. With How you going? Never mind. Go ahead. You threw me oh, off with the fish fried. You threw me off with the fish fried, then the barbecue, man. You didn't <laughs> mix two different ways to cook that day. <laughs> Listen, Go ahead. Gotta, the defense, the defense got a play style defense. I liked how Jonathan Gannon said in his press conference today how he was like, "We know that Brock Purdy likes to throw the ball towards the middle of the field with Debo and Kittle. That's all that dude can do. If you notice, he don't throw the ball on the outside a lot. So nope. we got to make sure our safeties and linebackers are ready. I'm glad he got, he notices that we got a plan. And I'm not saying it's going to be like an easy win. I think you know I can see like a 27-17 type, 27-20 type game, mm-hmm. but. I'm the, I, I I I love it. They've been doubting us all year. So when Sirianni, when he he want to show out, they they clown this dude on national television when he first got hired. So you know what? Stop me if you want me to stop doing what I'm doing. Stop me. That's hmm. all I'm gonna say. All right, all Corey. Right. Appreciate it. Well, I figure we wouldn't have a problem with it. He's our coach, right? <laughs> well, yeah, I figured we wouldn't have a problem with it. Yeah, certainly less of a problem. Clem in oh, Jersey. Yeah, yeah, less of a problem. Clem, go ahead. How are Hi. you? Hi, how are you? Greetings from New Jersey. What's going on, Clem? Hey, Clem. Oh, shame on Ike Reese and the group here for tearing Nikki Sirianni a new one. I was just, I was driving on the street in the car off the road. First of all, I think with Sirianni, I think he's a person with a very big personality and he's very demonstrative. That's just a lot of what we see is probably really an extension of his personality. And But I don't think that he's created a culture of gloating or uh, being braggadocious at all. I think he's promoted a culture in the locker room of being confident and being prepared. But I don't see them as being cocky. I just don't see that. Um, a lot of his behavior on the sideline, I think, is just who he is. And I think that he is with that team. What he's done with the team, it's probably a really a strong family atmosphere there in the locker room. Mm-hmm. So it's not too much of a stretch to see them hug or him to interact excitedly with his players. So I personally thought that y'all were unfair to Nikki S. I really feel that you guys were. Other yeah. than that, I love listening to you guys. It's okay. Do we get to come back and make it a conversation or not? Uh, I think yes. you, well, you feel you feel that way because he's our coach, and I don't think we were being unfair to him. I'm giving the perspective from an outside point of view that that would I could see how that could rub some people the wrong way that aren't Eagles fans. 
I could see how some fans could see that as this is a coach that's sort of gloating or showboating, mugging for the camera or that sort of thing. He's our coach, so I'm not offended by it by any stretch of the imagination. But it's almost like with Joel Embiid. We didn't mind Joel Embiid's antics as he would troll people. But that doesn't necessarily mean people around the league like that and don't view him as somewhat of an antagonist or somebody that just isn't who he really think he is. So I'm only saying he's our guy. We're going to protect him. But from the outside, you do stuff like that, then you're going to get guys like the guy in Pittsburgh as a reason to jump on his soapbox and go off and say the coach is mean mugging. That, that's all I'm saying. I, I, I like being the lovable team. Like, I, you know, being the team that everybody is rooting against because they think you're a bunch of braggadocious players, we got that same thing after we won the Super Bowl. The media eventually turned to us and said, look at Philadelphia. They talking about the mm-hmm. new norm and all this stuff. And then they immediately start rooting against us the next year. I just don't think the national media is going to be on our side no matter what Nikki Sirianni does on the sidelines. I think that there's always going to be a reason to not be on the bandwagon. Clem, just – and I think what we were saying, and thank you, was that if that was the head coach for whatever NFL team out there and we were watching – we would probably feel differently, or we would. I would certainly feel differently than if it was Nick that, Sirianni. That's all. That's I, it. Listen, it's not. It's not a capital offense or anything like that. I'm just saying, we played the clip of I don't even remember this guy's name from Pittsburgh, and that's going to happen with guys. I mean, I heard Carton talking about it on his show as well. People who want to be negative towards Philadelphia, well, they look at stuff like that and say, "Look at that! that that's look yeah, at Philadelphia! Yeah. Like that's what they do." I'm not saying it's fair or anything, and we can just say, well, people on the outside, that's just how they're going to treat Philadelphia because no one likes us. Okay. Well, I think, I mean. <laughs> okay. Like the, 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 the bling and the but then, but, then, but then we can't complain that we're, we aren't everybody's favorite. Darling, yeah. Or they're darling. We can't complain about that like I heard the midday show complaining. Right. That everybody isn't picking us, and why isn't Jalen getting more respect and this and that and the other? Like. Okay. So, like, like the who was it that 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 said it? It wasn't Wade. It was uh, no, it was Rios. To where he's like, the bling in the locker room. Nick wearing the bling in the locker room. That's in the locker room yeah. after a win. Yeah, there's I mean, nothing wrong with that. that. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that yeah. at all. Like sometimes it's better to show that side of the personality mm-hmm. away from a press conference or he's having fun or, with his yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah that's celebrating the win. And he should yeah. do that. Yeah. But, yeah, he didn't wear the chain that one of his players put the chain right, on right, him. Right, 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 Yeah, C.J. Gardner-Johnson put the chain on him. <laughs> I could see if he was running around the locker room like, give me a chain, give me a chain, put a chain on me. That's different. Right. Yeah. Right, yeah, not a capital offense here. It's just, no. uh, yeah, it's just pointing out that. Listen, when you're one of the few teams that's playing, we look at everything. It's the only games that are on. So people that want to talk about football, you're looking for storylines to talk about football. So then Nick Sirianni eventually comes up because there's nothing else on the team to talk about. Yeah. What else are you going to talk about as it pertains to the Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles? Yeah, I'm hoping that defense has a really good game on Sunday. <laughs> a really, really, really good game on Sunday. You're talking about, oh, the defense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're talking about coach with uh, with uh, Angelo. Like, like, like yes. I, I mean, I think we both had the same reaction, which was Angelo can take it. Angelo mm-hmm. has had a lot to say about Jonathan Gannon, and Nick has obviously heard it. And after that game, he decided that was the time that he was going to say something about it, which is like, you know what? Like, and I was fine with it, but just, just remember, like, now that you're. You're putting you're you're now on the spot to where you're saying like all right these are all the stats he's a great defensive coordinator let's go now you got to win right mm-hmm. like and and it shouldn't it shouldn't matter either way but you're putting a bullseye on yourself by going out there yeah with well it. well what it does is you know it almost takes away a soft landing for you right when you, you that's the one thing when you go back at the media that's fine but the media is here to react to results. So unless you keep winning, eventually you're going to get hit with tough questions and have to answer for losses. So, you know. It's been a pretty good season for Nick being that they've won as many games as they have. Yeah, I mean, just ask Doug. Yep. Yep. You know, it was was okay for a while. And and when it fell apart, it fell apart. Yeah, man. And Doug fell apart (laughs) at the podium. That's an understatement. (laughs) So that's that's all we're saying. Listen, it's Tuesday, ladies and gentlemen.
I don't care. There you go. <laughs> I heard Doug today. I thought he was. Uh, he did a national interview. I thought he was going to. Uh, I thought he was going to do a new norm or a new norm type. Because he's being asked about the Jags and everything, and he he didn't. But mm-hmm. for a second, I thought maybe he was gonna, because he asked about expectations going forward and things like that. I'm like, oh. Well, he's probably learned. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's gonna. Well, he, he was the one who said new norm. Yes. Yeah, he he was the one who introduced that. That was his idea. Yeah. Yeah, I was just hoping he wasn't gonna bring it bring it to Jacksonville with him. He didn't. Let's go to Kyle. Kyle's in Doylestown, Pennsylvania. Kyle, what's up? Go ahead. Johnny Marks and Ike Reese, how you guys doing on this beautiful Tuesday? What up, dude? What's up, Cal? What's going on? So I wanted to make a bold prediction, um, and I want to back it up with a point about our MVP quarterback. Um, so my bold prediction is I think that we are going to whoop the bricks off of San Francisco, just like we did the Giants, if we can keep playing our game. And I think when we go to the Super Bowl, I think we're going to whoop the bricks off of Andy Reid and the Kansas City Chiefs to get our revenge um, in the Super Bowl for him not bringing one to Philly, so we're going to go take one from him and bring it to Philly. We already got our revenge. Now we're about to go get our revenge on Andy Reid and bring home our second championship in my lifetime. Thank you. Great. Um, the one point about, I want to back it up we're with We're still doing is, revenge on Andy Reid? Apparently games? so. <laughs> Angelo Castaldi. That's I right. thought we had Andy Reid like appreciation three, week. Wasn't like three coaches ago? We're still doing games on Andy Reid? Hey, we're going to win a Super Bowl. I'm so upset he never brought us one. Ike, I would assume that you would be slightly upset. No, love him to death. Sorry. I mean, I love the guy. Don't get me wrong. No, it doesn't sound like it. But you want revenge on him? (laughs) Doesn't sound like it. Of course. I mean, I would say, like, who would you rather beat, Andy Reid or Joe Burrow? It doesn't matter to me who they they beat, who they beat. I I, I have an emotional tie to either team. Kyle, I I, I have an emotional tie to both teams. Andy Reid and then that's my hometown team. Regardless of that, then, my point behind it is, regardless, we're going to move the bricks off of both teams. I agree. And I think the reason is is because of Jalen Hurts' intangibles. The whole time before he was a starter, everyone talked about Jalen Hurts, and and also, uh, like, OG Wade would always back it up. It's the intangibles. It's the intangibles, the things that nobody could say on paper. No, I actually, I actually complained about the intangibles. It's the only thing that people talked about. But, I mean, they, they, they seem to be mattering after he's – Proven that he can do everything else on the field, which he's really done this year. Yeah, we can't have a. I didn't even think about the. I thought oh, we yeah. put the, the Andy Reid stuff to rest. <laughs> I guess Angelo's still being employed until the Eagles lose. That wouldn't be put to rest. Right. Oh, no. Are you kidding me? Actually, Eagles versus Kansas City? Isn't that the perfect way for him to end his career? A Super Bowl against Andy Reid? Well, the perfect way would be if we won the Super Bowl against Andy <laughs> Reid. That would be the perfect way. But even the, the build up the week, but the yeah, week. I don't know if he would consider a loss as a perfect way to end his career. Because <laughs> he still had to come on for a full week he, afterwards. He, he's on a full week regardless. So yeah. you would get the week. You would get the two weeks before leading into the game. Yeah, and then you would get the the week after. Yeah, that, yeah. I mean that's really how it should end. Yeah. I don't think I don't know if it's going to though. Well, listen, we wanted Dallas this week. We got San Francisco. Yep. You know what I mean? This 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 week would have a different feel to it if we were playing the Cowboys in the NFC Championship. Oh my good lord. Yeah. Yep. It would. Yeah, though we'd be in a pregame show right now. Yeah, it, it definitely would. It's yeah. it'd be Eagles Cowboys. Yep. How many storylines could we run with that? Man. Endless. Jack Fritz would be uh would be frothing <laughs> at the mouth. But don't worry, if they give us Coach Reed. We'll have the it'll be the storylines for two weeks. Man. Right? Yep. Chiefs are oh, we gotta bring up all my old NFC championship. All the games losses. you lost for us. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna be dealing with that all week. Yeah, much of a letdown that whole era was. <laughs> no, but but his yeah, that's what the last caller basically said. Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Like yeah, I thought that's basically we were, what he said. I thought we put that to bed with Andy Reid Appreciation Week. The Eagles won a Super Bowl. Uh, yes. Like, what are we still mad at Andy Reid about? Because those were Eagles. Seventeen team was like, but, a, a but, bunch but Jack, of but Jack, we know Andy Reid didn't win a Super Bowl here. What else are we gonna do about it? They didn't win a that's Super Bowl. Why we need revenge on them. We don't need revenge. There's no Get needed him. revenge. There's no needed revenge with Andy Reid. The blueprint for Andy Reid is still here in 2023. It Look works. how they built the team. Works. They gave us Doug. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I didn't even think we were going to do another eight. Oh, Everybody's going to hate yeah. Andy Reid. Oh, yeah. So I guess I should be rooting for the Chiefs. I don't think the Chiefs are winning. Pat Mahomes. You know what? I just saw the thing on. I agree with you. I, I agree with you. I just saw something with the ESPN. 
they had their their little um it wasn't the power rankings it was uh, I guess the ESPN index who they think are going to the Super Bowl they got the Chiefs and the Eagles really 65 percent both teams yeah the same power index that had the Cowboys the best team in the NFL for for weeks let me see here oh now so now this line is fluctuating man it it went all the way up to two and a half points. Uh, the Bengals were two-and-a-half-point favorites, down to one-and-a-half, just over the course of three hours here. Yeah. So right now the Bengals are minus one-and-a-half. Maybe they're getting good news out of Kansas City. Could that, be. That his ankle, I mean, I don't know. Could be. Could be. All right, top five at five with Jack. Nope. That's straight ahead. The Eagles still at two-and-a-half, two? Uh, and that two fluctuated. And half, that fluctuated. I don't know about FanDuel. Um, two-and-a-half-point favorites at VetMGM. Okay. Yep. Get in now. 215-592-9494. Top five at five with Jack. What does he have for us today? That's next. Your phone calls after this. Don't go anywhere. But hey, listen, speaking of BetMGM, even a wager that misses can still be a slam dunk with BetMGM, an authorized gaming partner of the NBA. Just place an NBA one-game parlay wager with four legs or more, and if you miss one leg, you'll receive up to $25 back. Just opt into the promotion on BetMGM's app or website. With one-game parlay, you can make selections within a single NBA game, including team and player props. So go ahead, take your favorite NBA star to score big, the home team to cover, and the over in points, opt into the promotion, then place an NBA one-game parlay wager of four legs or more, and you'll get up to $25 back in free bets if you miss one leg. Bet Jim. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.